Alligators, and welcome back to another episode of the Alligator Podcast, where we cover all things at the University of Florida, Gainesville, and beyond. I'm your host, Jake Reyes, and without further ado, I present you your weekly roundup. Let's move on to sports, because I know you all want to know how the Gators are doing. Thanks to our friends at Alligator Sports, I was able to determine our sports highlight of the week, and it goes to Gators men's basketball. Speaking of, what's up with Gators basketball? One day they're riding a losing streak, then they make a 22 run against Ole Miss for a comeback win, then one day they lose by 3 points to Mississippi State, then the Gators get a supersized upset win over the number 6 Tennessee Volunteers. You heard that right. The Gators beat the number 6 Vols 75-49 in a massive upset. I'm going to credit one of our sports reporters, Dylan O'Shea, for saying this, but it seems that the Vols might have had one too many Big Macs as Florida outscored, outrebounded, and outpaced Tennessee. The 26-point win marked Florida's largest margin of victory over a top-10 opponent during the coach Mike White era. Sophomore forward Omar Payne, or as Dylan calls him, Officer Big Mac, was Florida's most frightening force on the floor Tuesday night. Payne logged 9 points, 9 rebounds, 5 blocks, and 1 assist. In the end, Payne said, I just had to go out and do what I usually do. I'm capable of doing it. I should be doing it every game. We also had a couple of Mayor McCheeses that night. Again, Don O'Shea's words, not mine. Trey Mann and junior guard Noah Locke took charge for the Gators. Mann filled in his stat sheet with 12 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, a block, and a steal, while Locke fried up 14 points, three rebounds, and an assist. What an incredible night for the Gators. But you know what? All this talk about McDonald's is making me kind of hungry. Dylan, if you're listening to this, text me so we can talk about your nickname choice. Moving on to COVID-19, we have another update from our health reporter, Manny Ray. UF's in-house COVID-19 testing efforts have remained consistent during the first couple of weeks of classes. As of Tuesday, January 19th, For the last seven days, positivity rates have plateaued at about a 2% average. The university received 2,663 UF faculty, staff, and student negative tests and 37 positive tests collected from its labs Monday. As compared to last Monday, 4,547 tested negative and 47 positive. Total COVID-19 positive results and UF affiliates reached 7,562, and the number of people in quarantine dropped from 1,286 Thursday to 925 Tuesday. In addition, UF Health Shands Hospital has a 9.23% adult ICU availability. The nearby North Florida Regional Medical Center has a 14.58% availability as of Tuesday. In short, in-house testing remains steady, while quarantine numbers drop. For more information, follow our health reporter on Twitter, at Ray Manny. Moving on, opinions are like noses. Everyone's got one. However, there's only one opinion that I will be talking about today, and it's the latest opinion article on The Alligator. It is the opinion of Maxine Donnelly, a College of Liberal Arts and Sciences graduate instructor. Her article is headlined, Professors and students hate height flex, so why is UF doing it anyway? 
She said her stomach dropped when President Kent Fox declared that the spring semester of 2021 would be in person, since he stated that the full experience of a residential university includes in-person instruction. She disagreed with the U.F. president and cited the continuous climb in COVID-19 cases as her primary concern. But Donnelly's issue with HyFlex is that it does not provide a real college experience in pandemic times, as she stated. She says most students are not truly in person with HyFlex, as classrooms in some of the older buildings are too small to permit large classes due to social distancing guidelines. Meaning, many students are in small classes or even alone in a room with their professors. Donnelly goes on and says, for these in-person learners, this small group is not enough to spark meaningful engagement with the class. And for the students online, cut off from their professor and often barely able to hear what's going on in the classroom. She then says that calling these class sessions the full UF experience is a sick joke. For more on her opinion, visit the opinion section of The Alligator. So let's move on to our very own campus, as UF students announce a boycott against Aramark, as four organizations are taking a stand against UF's official food service provider to protest its use of prison labor. The Gainesville chapter of Dream Defenders, UFNAACP, the UF Black Student Union, and the Coalition to Abolish Prison Slavery at UF launched a monetary boycott against Aramark, which is UF's official food service provider. The goal is to pressure the university to contract a new food supplier that doesn't use prison labor. UF Graduate Assistance United also announced its support for the Rights Union boycott Thursday through a Facebook post. Aramark has been UF's official food service provider since 1995, and the university renewed its contract with the company in July of 2009. The contract was originally set to expire this June 30th, according to the university's food service master plan. However, the contract with Aramark was extended until June 2022 because of COVID-19, as UF spokesperson Hesse Fernandez wrote in a statement. She did not explain what role COVID-19 played in the university's decision to extend its contract with Aramark, however. The next contract period begins July of 2022, and UF is still in the process of selecting a food service provider, she wrote. Fernandez also said, The competitive bid process is open to any and all suppliers. As of today, we have not made any decision. So we have an update to the West University Avenue car crash. As you all know, the issue is becoming much bigger as more Gainesville residents and students are calling for changes to this road. So far, two students have died in this area, from the high volume of crashes. This all occurred in a span of less than two months, with the most recent death last Saturday. As a result, the Gainesville Police Department created a traffic enforcement program called Gator Step. Gator Step stands for the Gator Special Traffic Enforcement Program, as announced by the GPD in a Wednesday press release. Police will conduct high visibility traffic enforcement along roadways adjacent to UF through Gator Step. The increased presence of patrol officers will be found along West University Avenue, Southwest Archer Road, Southwest 34th Street, Southwest 13th Street, and other city roadways. The focus will be on crosswalks, pedestrians, speeding, and scooter safety violations. 
GPD and University Police will work together to enforce traffic laws in these areas. GPD spokesperson Graham Glover says this is only the first step in creating a safer environment. He also noted that the GPD will have scheduled DUI checkpoints around 1300 West University Avenue and 2200 West University Avenue. However, the public will be alerted before these checkpoints happen. Glover says, will this stall everything? Of course not. But if we can educate and enforce better than we're doing now, well, heck, that can make a difference. And now for the avenue. Local environmental centers are collaborating for Zero Waste Week, as three Gainesville organizations are joining forces to teach the community how to reduce waste. Those include the Repurpose Project, Zero Waste Gainesville, and Life on Plastic. 200 people are registered for Zero Waste Week as the campaign will kick off on Sunday to educate the participants on producing less waste. This campaign was started in 2020 by the Repurpose Project and Zero Waste Gainesville. Amanda Waddle, director of Zero Waste at the Repurpose Project, said there won't be any in-person activities this year due to the pandemic. Instead, each participant will receive daily newsletters with videos, infographics, and PowerPoints about reducing waste. That's all the news I have for this week's podcast, and remember to subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with all the latest news at the University of Florida, Gainesville, and beyond. I've been Jake Reyes with the Alligator Podcast. We inform, you decide. Jake out.